Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay. So I just want you to kind of tell me how you're feeling today. Well, I mean, I'm feeling excited, I guess. Um, I've been having a good day so far. Yeah. Okay. So, why have you been sleeping with me the last two nights? Well, I have two reasons. One, so that I wake up on time. Uh, the second one, because I'm a bit afraid what's been going on. Yeah. Tell me more about that. What's your understanding of what's going on right now? That these people are just being mean. Um, and they're trying to take away my rights as a human. What scares you the most right now? They take me away from you. Me too. But you need to remember that there are what? There are more people with us than it comes to. And you need to remember that it's my job to worry and it's my job to tell my story. This is Kimberly Shapley with her daughter, Kai. For the past six years, I've been spending time in Texas, bearing witness to Kai's story. Today on the show, a mother, a daughter, and a girlhood under threat. I'm Gianna Taboni. I'm a correspondent and producer with Vice News. And I'm your host, Ariel Zimros. This is Vice News Reports. An eight-year-old girl from Austin is a proud winner of a national Emmy. My name is Kai Shapley. My pronouns are her and she, like the candy bar. And now the Texas legislature is considering a bill that could send parents to prison for providing gender-affirming care. Texas legislators have been attacking me since pre-K. When it comes to bills that target trans youth, I immediately feel angry. Please, just listen to me. Hear me. So, Kai, as a, just to remind you, my name, it's kind of hard to say. Your name's a lot easier to say. My name is Gianna. Gianna? Yeah. If that's too hard to remember, you can just call me G. But I if you want to. remember names. You can remember Gianna? Mm-hmm. Cool. I think I just Six years ago in 2016, vice correspondent Gianna Taboni went to Pearland, Texas to meet a five year old girl named Kai Shapley. 
Gianna had gone to visit Kai and her mother, Kimberly Shapley, to interview them about the rash of bathroom bills that were sweeping the state. When Kai was going to kindergarten, there was this heated debate around bathrooms. Everything was about the bathrooms. The attorney general, the governor, state legislators were introducing, passing legislation. Elected officials in Texas and across the U.S. had begun claiming that transgender people who use bathrooms that correspond to their gender represented a danger to others. You know, essentially, this was a way to discriminate against transgender individuals. And so we went to Pearland, Texas. It's a small conservative town outside of Houston. And we drove up and I was nervous because I hadn't ever covered, you know, a story involving transgender rights. I was really still discovering what it meant to be transgender. Anyway, so I was nervous. Oh, I gonna... hate these slimers. I hate right. these slimers. That's a slimer. The slimers, you know, when you see me, the feet are squeaky. We walked into Kai's room and, I mean, you can hear it in her voice in this interview. She's so young. Hi. Yes? Is it okay if JR over here puts a microphone on you? Look, I have mine on. You know, like, we put the mic pack on the back of her little skirt, and it just, like, sagged down. You know, she was, like, right, of course. too tiny to Those things are huge. wear a mic. Yeah, yeah. The, the mic, like, weighed more than she did. I know, because I don't have a name. So, like, I'm, I was comfortable sort of, like hanging out, you know, and playing. But I think what really made me nervous was how am I going to broach this subject? I was freaking out a little bit, like, how am I going to do this? And I got a text from Nicole, my my co-producer, and she was standing right outside the room but was listening, and she said, Kai just showed you a book. Ask her about that. Why do you like that book? Well... Because it's about a boy who likes to be a princess. Mm. He's dressing up as a girl and princess stuff. Mm. Does that remind you of you a little bit? Well, um, mom thought I was a, when mom thought I was a boy and dressed me like a boy, I did not like it. And I already thought she um, knew I was a girl, but she didn't know. So I had to tell her when I was old enough to say it. Mm. What did you say? I said, um, well, I told her, Mom, I'm not a boy, I'm a girl. And that's what I said. That's pretty brave. Tell me about Kai's mom, Kimberly. Kimberly was a straight-ticket Republican, evangelical, ordained minister, grew up in rural Mississippi. You know, she was not somebody who wanted to deal with having a transgender child. Transgender in the beginning wasn't a word that I knew. It wasn't in the media. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner hadn't happened. Bathroom laws hadn't started. So I just thought that Kai was extremely feminine. By the age of two, people were asking me if my child was going to be gay. But by the age of three, Kai came to me and told me, you know I'm a girl. You know I'm a girl. I am a girl. And it just didn't stop. And no matter how hard I tried, it didn't go away. How did you react to her telling you that? I'm embarrassed to say that I would scream at her. I would yell at her. I would punish her. And I would tell her, you're a boy. You're a boy. How did your family respond to Kai transitioning? 
I come from a really large family. We're very large, southern, straight-ticket Republicans like I was or have been. So we have lost nearly every friend and every close and meaningful relationship that we had. I was struggling with my faith in this, and but I pray and I fast and I tithe and I, you know, I do everything I'm supposed to do because I want to be pleasing to the Lord. I want my life to be something that He's happy with. And so one of the counselors that I spoke with for myself asked me, Kimberly, if I put you on a deserted island with Kai, would you let Kai wear girl clothes? And I said, yes. And she said, then your issue is not with the Lord because he's always with you. Your issue is with how people are going to perceive this. I think at some point, Kimberly realized this isn't something that Kai is making up. This isn't a phase. This is who my child is. Next on the agenda, we have Miss Shopping. And so Kimberly got in front of the school board and she made her case. Dear board members, my name is Kimberly Shapley and I am the parent of a transgender student here in PISD. I propose that transgender students be allowed to use the restroom which corresponds to their gender identity and allow students whose parents As Kimberly is making her case, restroom. superintendent of the school district in the middle of Kimberly's speech to them got up and walked out of the room. He didn't make eye contact with her. He just left. And we were stunned. I mean, it was just such a lack of respect. The superintendent did eventually come back while Kimberly was speaking. But to Gianna, who was there, the message was clear. And that message, I mean, from my perspective, was, we don't care. You are in no way going to influence or affect how we run this school district. And that, of course ended up being true. Her situation got to a point where her daughter was going to the bathroom in her pants at school. She was so nervous. She couldn't get to the right bathroom in time. She was embarrassed. She was crying. Kimberly and Kai continued to fight this fight in their school district. They gave their best attempt, and they lost. With all this going on, do you ever think about moving? Every single day. Every single day. But at this time in history, I can't just move. We're in a position now where historically, now is the time for us to say, we are going to fight for what is right and what is true and what is good. The Shapleys continue to live in Pearland through Kai's kindergarten year. Kai starts first grade. Meanwhile, the world changes. My fellow Americans, it has been the honor of my life to serve you. Obama is no longer president. President Trump is in office. The Trump administration issued new guidelines late Wednesday. On Protections for trans people in public life and in the military are getting rolled back. And so in 2018, Gianna went back to see the Shapleys again. So we go back to Pearland. Uh, we drive up, and we haven't seen Kai in maybe a year or so. Hi, Kai. How you doing? Good. Can I have a hug? Yeah. How's everything? Good. Good. 
I can tell your hair's getting longer. Kai's wearing this really oh, mommy, cool, colorful coat. Tell me about the sweater you're wearing. It's made of rags. My uncle made it for me. And she says, this is my coat of many colors. It's a coat of many colors, like Dolly Parton. You like Dolly Parton? Mm-hmm. Trust me, Mom is irritated of it. <laughs> Why, do you listen to her too much? Uh, Mama says I put her out. I, t- I turn Katy Perry and Dolly Parton like 30 times a day. Do you want to grow up to be like them? Mm-hmm. Mama says I might grow up to be the president. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What would you change about the world if you were president? Um, let trans people be free and go to the bathroom they want to go to. Are you able to use the girls' bathroom at school? No. And now they just put security guards on for the bathroom security or whatever. Oh, I hate that. Kai, I can tell you're getting a little emotional. What's making you sad? I don't know. Isn't it sometimes hard to be brave? Yes. It's very hard. Sometimes it's very hard. This has been even more challenging than her kindergarten year was. She comes home crying a little bit more often than before. Her challenges this year are different, of course. Um, Her desk at school had her birth name on it. Then she's constantly being outed and constantly she has to re-explain. So Kai has this traumatic experience. She's removed from the girls' bathroom. And Kimberly finally says, you know, I have a seven-year-old daughter who is not in a safe environment. And so she decided to get up and move. She's already seen the house we're moving to, and she's already claimed the whole house. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how have the last few days been? Um, you know trying to realize that we own more stuff than I thought we did. (laughs) That's how moving goes, but um, lots of emotions. Like, I mean, I've been here over half of my life. Uh, I'm moving away from the country, right? No roosters in the morning. I don't think Kai's a country girl, right? But her mom is, um, and we're moving into the suburbs. So it's, I mean, there's a lot of big changes for me. Kimberly decides on Austin because she saw it as this bright blue refuge in a hostile red state. They get settled, and Kai starts up at a brand new school. How is this school different from your old school? Well, here it treats me better. Let me use the girls' bathroom. They actually make everything that says my name. Esther Kai Shackley. And Kai, you know, at some point is like, you know, I got to go to the bathroom. And she walks right over. (laughs) And there's the big sign that says girls. And there's the big sign that says boys. And Kai walks right into the girls' bathroom. And she's kind of like smiling like, you know, we're here. We did this. That sounds really lovely to be free of that stress and to finally be in a place that that sees you for who you are. That that's life changing. Yeah. They have a 
a, a really big moment. Um, they received something in the mail. Kai. Ma'am. Come here, please. Mm-hmm. I have something for you. I don't know what the heck that is. Check it out. What does it say? Child's name. Esther Kai Shapley. What does that say? I'm a female. It says you're a female. Got my birth certificate. <laughs> and so at that point, they think we're going to be okay. They think we're good. We're in the clear. We are in, you know, what is essentially a sanctuary city for families with trans kids. We don't have to worry. Except that then that changes. Changes big time. That's after the break. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's ADR. Where we left off, Kimberly Shapley had relocated her family from conservative Pearland, Texas, to the liberal state capital of Austin. The thinking being that for a transgender child like Kai, Austin would be a safer and more welcoming place. And it was. Kai starts to come into her own as a young girl and also as a public figure. An eight-year-old girl from Austin is a proud winner of a national Emmy. In 2018, Kai was featured in an Emmy award-winning documentary. And then, in 2020, she acted in the Netflix reboot of The Babysitter's Club. Where are your clothes, Princess Bailey? Those are my old clothes. Over here are my new clothes. Kai also starts doing a bunch of advocacy work. Chair calls Kai Shapley. In 2021, Kai testified in the Texas State Legislature. My name is Kai Shapley. Um, A bill had been introduced to make gender-affirming care for trans youth illegal. Texas legislators have been attacking me since pre-K. I am in fourth grade now. God made me. God loves me for who I am, and God does not make mistakes. Please, just listen to me. Hear me. They didn't pass the bill. You know, that was the democratic process, and she made a difference. You know, that's undeniable. Again, Vice News correspondent Gianna Taboni. But then a year later, the governor, the attorney general, decided that We're going to issue this directive that mirrored that legislation, you know, essentially do an executive order and make it law just like that. 
that was the reason that we visited Kai and Kimberly a few weeks ago. We're in Austin, Texas. We are going to visit with Kimberly and Kai Shapley. We haven't seen them in a few years. The governor of Texas issued an order asking Child Protective Services to investigate parents of transgender children who are supporting their gender-affirming care. They're characterizing that as child abuse. Um, So we're going to chat with Kimberly and Kai, see how they're doing, and really what their plans are. I mean, this is this is a very scary moment for them right now. Oh, you leave my penny alone. She likes me. <laughs> you see that pretty one right there? That's a French chicken. Her name is Juliet. That one right there next to Willa, that's Bob. The white one is Lulu. The dot one is Dottie. Okay, here we are again. <laughs> Man, I'm sorry we only come to town when the bad news hits. And it's, it's been a few years. When we, when we left last time, you seemed like you were in a good place. Kai was using the girls' bathroom. You had this great school and neighborhood. How have things been, been going since? Well, the school is great. Um, Austin is great. And Texas is not. Uh, so. Can we talk a little bit about how this executive order actually works? What exactly does the executive order do? What are the mechanics? That's the million-dollar question. And when you talk to any lawyers, parents, legislators, CPS agents, nobody really knows. Essentially, what the attorney general and the governor are asking for is they want CPS agents to investigate these families. CPS stands for Child Protective Services. So basically, you know, agents are going into homes right now, or they're calling parents, and they're having to ask questions like, are you getting hormone blockers? What many people don't know is they don't have to answer. They don't have to engage in these conversations. But a lot of parents don't know that, you know, and and that puts them at higher risk. What we don't know is when they collect that information, what is happening with that information? And will the government take that next step to try to separate parents from their children? Um, in those moments when you do worry, like, what are some of those thoughts that go through your mind? Well, what if they took me away from mom? What if, what if they arrested mom? What if they took me somewhere? What if they forced me to be somebody who I wasn't? Mm-hmm. I try my best not to listen to those thoughts, though. Good for you. Yeah, I always have these thoughts moving through my head. Like, what if this happens? Should I do this? Should I jump out the window? Has that sort of escalated in the last few days? It's It's been getting a bit worse, but whenever I needed some help or anything, I would let one of my friends know, like let my mom know, and we would chat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a lot of just, like, stress. I mean, someone your age, it's, I think, maybe hard to recognize what stress and anxiety feels like, but that's what it sounds like to me, staying up late and, like, those thoughts going through your mind. That's a lot for you to handle at, you know, 11 years old. Yeah. Um, you're doing an incredible job. Like, you should be really, really proud of yourself. Thank you. And I know all this stuff is scary, but you're going to be okay. There, I think that there... There are more people with you than against you. It's totally true. Keep that, keep that in the back of your mind. 
I've never seen Kimberly more stressed than she is right now. You know, they have to have conversations that are, if a CPS agent shows up at your school, this is what you say. So I did talk to her about if CPS were to show up at school, just get on her Instagram and go live and keep keep her phone on. My God, wow. Um, I told her the ways that I would be able to track her um, and that I would come get her. Make no mistake, I will come get you. Mm. We have safe people who are people that most people don't even know that we're connected to. They would be people that have a plan in place to come and get the kids. And they, the kids know who they are because I'm assuming I would go to jail if it came down to that. But I don't know how these things work. I shouldn't have to know how these things, I shouldn't have to know how yeah, these things totally. work. You know, the people are like, this isn't legal. It can't happen. Like we, we just went through a whole administration that couldn't happen and wasn't legal. Uh, repeatedly, these things were happening. We saw it happen. So I just, I have very little faith. Um, um, I cannot believe I live in America and I have to have all these plans in place that do not sound American. For a brief period, Kimberly actually stopped sending Kai to school. She was worried that a CPS agent would show up and interview Kai. Kids have a right to an education. But if it was me, if I was Kimberly, I wouldn't take that risk, you know, that a CPS agent could interview my child while I wasn't there. And of course, Kimberly, her greatest fear is that they could take her child. I want you to think about Kai being taken from my home and given a boy's haircut. Oh my God, it's like it's... And made to wear boy clothes and called by her dead name 24 hours a day. I will find her. Hello, chickens. All right, are you going to gather the eggs? Yeah, I'll gather them. Mine are the prettiest ones. All the high-maintenance ones? You see the black feathery one? The long-lashed chicken? That's Princess. (laughs) Miss Frizzle and Juliet are in the coop right now. No eggs under there. Shut up! Y'all are so loud! <laughs> Stop! Okay, watch out. Ew! <laughs> How are you possibly able to scoop chicken poop with your hands? They wash. All right, move. What did you do? Hi, Julia. I don't know what you did. We'll have to fix it later. As of broadcast, May 5th, 2022, the fates of trans kids in Texas and all across the country hang in the balance. Follow Vice News for continuing coverage on restrictions to rights and freedoms of transgender people. If you could use LGBTQ-focused mental health support, The Trevor Project offers a toll-free support line open 24-7 at 866-488-7386. You can also reach a trained crisis counselor through the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 
by calling 800-273-8255 or texting 741-741. We'll be right back. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This week's episode was produced by Steph Brown and Sam Greenspan in collaboration with our colleagues on the visual side of Vice News, correspondent Gianna Taboni, and producers Hendrik Hinzel and Nicole Bazorgmir. They are the team that has been going to Texas to film Kai and Kimberly Shapley for the past six years. We'll have a link to those stories in the show notes. Our team at Vice News Reports includes Ashley Cleek, Sam Egan, Stephanie Karayuki, Sophie Kazis, Jen Kinney, Adriana Rodriguez, and Adriana Tapia. Sound design and music composition by Pran Bandy, Steve Bone, Kyle Murdoch, and Evan Sutton. Operations support by Ashley Vega. Our executive producer is Adiza Egan. The VP of Vice Audio is Kate Osborne. Janet Lee is senior production manager for Vice Audio. Fact-checking by Catherine Barner. Our theme music is by Steve Bone. I'm Ariel Zumros. If you know someone who would be moved by this episode, please send it to them. And then maybe also ask them to rate and review the podcast on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find the show. Vice News Reports drops every Thursday, so be sure to check back in next week. Next week. 